0: Being on some shit. We go zero to nigga, real quick. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is at KMGZ on Twitter. Thanks for asking Kel's podcast. I'm back. What's happening? How y'all been? Look, I'm gonna give my usual disclaimer. I don't know how long this is gonna be. I'm not saying it's gonna be short. I'm not gonna say it. it's gonna be long, but if it's short, don't be surprised. Um, I don't really have a yours and their, I mean I I got a few I had a few yours and negative twos but I mean, you know, um Becky Hammond got um WNBA coach of the year. Um, you know that's 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 a good look. I really thought she should she should um her or Dawn Staley, I believe, should be the first um NBA head coaches. Dawn done sign um this extended contract with South Carolina. She and she seems to really be um, dedicated to building their program, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, she might not just want no parts of the NBA, I could dig it, but Becky Hammond was an assistant coach, so, you know, hopefully... You know, I mean, I'm not, no shade, no shade on WNBA at all, but, um, and shout out to them for having their viewership increase. it turns out when you show the fucking games, people will actually watch, and when you build stories around the players and get people invested in the players and their journey, like any other sport, duh, people will actually watch, um, but, you know, I I don't really have no particular yours and negative this week, but shout out to her. Okay, so let's get started, and this week's episode gonna be a bit of a, of a hodgepodge, um... So where do I want to start? So let's start with the obvious. So um Joe Biden came through with his student loan forgiveness plan. Now look. Excuse me. Sorry. Everybody then went back and forth this is is it's so much to say about this and I've really thought about like what part I really want to focus on or what part I want to go in on and the part that I decided I do not want to go in on is all the people complaining and upset and mad because you know student loan forgiveness and it's just because it's basically given like and you know look I, some people I hit dog toddler, so if what I'm about to say bothers you in any way then I probably hit you with it if 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 this not you then you should not be offended okay um you know but it's basically given like fuck y'all that went to school, you fucking nerd-ass bitch, smarty-arty-ass bitch, fuck y'all, that's the fuck y'all get, trying to get educated, trying to get the books, the fuck y'all get, ass niggas should've just fucking stayed in the fields with us, y'all y'all trying to be above it, they got all this education, who the fuck want education? That's what it's really given when y'all like, oh, well y'all should've took the loans out and all of that, it's like, yo, nobody is really complaining about having to, ha, no nope, having to ha, pay back loans that they took out, that's not, I mean, that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to, but that was never the complaint, the complaint was, that it's, it's, it's a whole lot of things, and I'm, I, I am in a weird position, because I actually paid all my, under, I have no undergrad debt, like, and I have been one to say, before, that like, you know, undergrad debt is, is, is a lot, and, and, you know, it's a lot more than when these, first of all, fuck all these old ass niggas talking about they paid their loan, bitch, you went to, you went to school in 1976, or 1980, whatever, when you could go to state school for, like, $8,000 a year, and that's like the high end, it was more like maybe $5,000 a year, so times four, that's $20,000, your entire education was $20,000 motherfuckers in graduate school now got one, uh, Stafford loan, or in law school, one um, grad plus loan, just one that's 20 grand, and that's nowhere near what the tuition is, so, you know of course you paid that shit off, now I paid my undergrad off because you know, I I, I went to um, I started out at an Ivy League school and I played sports. And so Ivy League schools they don't have scholarships but they do give you grants. They Ivy League schools don't give athletic scholarships, but they give they give money that you don't have to pay back which is basically the equivalent of scholarship it's just not a scholarship, like they give you grants like they have, you know, one of the good things about going to a school that has a lot of money is they have their own grants, so they give you a Cornell grant or a Harvard grant or a Yale grant you know, and that'd be like 20-30 grand, and it's just a grant you have to pay it back um, so I had a lot of that I had, and then I had like money that I paid myself that my um parents had saved for me for college and then I, I just I had and then I had so I had I had different money that that people had arranged for me to, to be able to go to college. So my loans were not that much. I did have loans um initially but they were small. The issue is as it went along they got larger because that's one thing that they will do at a um Ivy League. Yes um they will give you these grants and stuff to you know, to, as a, quote fingers, athletic scholarship, but they get smaller as you go, so your first year, they might give you, you know, 30 grand, by your fourth year, it's down to like 5 or 10, so you do have to kind of take on more loans, my, um, said all that to say, my undergrad debt was not a whole lot, I don't exactly remember how much it was total, but it was not, I, I want maybe 40 grand, something like that, maybe, I, it's so long ago, I really do not remember and I was just so focused on paying the shit that it didn't matter how much it was I just paid but I want, I think that's right I think it was about 40k um, total, like so from Cornell and also, because when, when I transferred to Maryland, um the tuition was like a choke almost, because um it was like, in-state was like uh, 6,000 and I think out-of-state was like 12,000 and Cornell was like at that time, when I when I went, was like I think almost 12,000 semester I can't remember I just remember being like $340 a credit maybe, which was no, it was like two something a credit which was a lot back then Um I think now law school is like my law school in 07 I can't remember how much the credits was, but anyway I didn't mean to dawdle on that, the point was I didn't have a lot of undergrad and I and I I tended to be one, like when I would see people on here talking about they can't pay their loans back, they got 10k, and I'm like 10k is not a lot of money, like that's not, y'all are complaining about bullshit, like listen, if you get the four years of education at some school, any school and all all you have is 10k, you can pay that shit back, I'm not saying it's not gonna be hard, like you know, cause when you first get out of school, depending on your salary you know, that could be a big chunk, but I mean I I paid back 40k in loans um, and I was not like big balling at first, and I paid that in under 5 years, so I was just like some of y'all with the 10k and the 20k I'm not saying it's not a lot, and I'm not, but like, it's not insurmountable I'm in grad school, people that graduate law school and medical school, we have we have loans that are mortgages, we have loans that you could take what I owe right now in law school loans, and buy a condo with it in, not New York City, but like, probably in, like, Jersey somewhere, or like, some random, Atlanta for sure, you can buy, you can buy a condo, uh, or maybe even a house, I don't know, what, what, what I owe in, 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 in law school loans, but, you know, I'm not gonna stress it, because I'm not, they're never gonna get it, I'm gonna, I was paying the minimum, I'm a person, I did for, um, forbear, forego, whatever, when I graduated law school in 2010, which was the middle recession, everything um, collapsed, there was no jobs, I spent up a good portion of savings that I had from the job I had prior to law school, just trying to live and, and support myself, I spent a good portion, I mean, I, I spent a lot of it, so, um, and, but during that time, they allowed you to for forbear, I don't know what it was, forget, whatever, forbear, I guess, your loans, but the interest still accrued, And that's the issue. So the balance that I owe now is significantly more than I would have owed had had I not had to do that. Because I would have just kept paying. I was paying the minimum. You know, it was like 10%. um, And I was paying it. Um, And you know, I was not hitting the principal at all, but I was paying it. But in that time that people had to forego... And I mean, some people had to forego for a very long time because... I mean, even if you had a job if you didn't have, like, in that time period even when you had a legal job, the market was so bad that people were taking advantage of people and they were, you know, some of y'all, listen we talked about this with the internship oh, well you can come here for experience and exposure but we can't pay you, or, you know they were just paying people whatever the fuck they wanted because they know people were desperate and they didn't have to pay them anything, so even if you had a little part-time job, or even a full-time job they might have not been paying you enough to um, to, to, to be be able to afford to pay those loans, so you had to forego it, and then I know a lot of people that was in public interest, they definitely, when they weren't able to afford this, so they and they were working full time, they career job but, you know, the they just couldn't afford it, so the interest accrued so what happens is, you have people who have paid back already what they borrowed in the beginning, and it's not making a dent in anything because they they owe like a whole another, you know, $100,000 of accrued interest on top So, um, so, this, you know, this student loan thing, I'm gonna look into it, the one thing that, um, I think is good is one of the plan, the plan they had is they're gonna reduce, cause... The, the way they were doing income based repayment before is 10% of your income, 10% of your income is a lot of income that's basically your discretionary spending if you think about it, if by the time you pay your rent mortgage, your bills, cause everything fucking costs, these grocery bills these high ass prices, by the time you pay all of that, you might have 10% of your check, you know, your monthly whatever check over, which you know, let's say you make, uh, let's say you get paid I don't know, what's the, what do people get paid? $1,000 a week? I don't know, $2,000 let's say you get paid $2,000 a week so what, two weeks, that's $4,000, yeah, so if you pay all your, uh, everything, 10% of that is what, $400, like, and, you know, that's not a lot of money left over after you pay everything, and so, um, for the month, you know what I mean, so, you pay your rent, which, or your, let's say you make 4000 every two weeks, okay, so your rent, you pay probably that out the month, and it's, you know, if you're in New York City, it's gonna be close to 2000 if you're lucky, some other places, I guess it's 1500 1800 okay, that's about half, or your check, so, you know and you gotta pay all the rest of your bills or the first or whatever with that half, so you probably most people, on their first check first check of the month, most people be, you know, that's the check where you just kind of be strapped off, you know, alright, or just the rent and everything coming out, that's how I do it, some people spread their bills out, I like to pull everything out the first check, then I know it's out of the way but whatever, the first of the month, that's the big check, usually, so most people that second check, that's your little spending money I already paid all the bills, or I just gotta pay the cable, whatever but when you got, um, when you got student loans, that second check is another mortgage, cause now here comes that 10% of your income, back out of your second check, so what, you got 400 for the month you know that little that's gone. So that's the that's the difference right there. And I think that I don't know they're gonna find out when it when when this kicks back in that the economy is gonna slow down a little bit because reality is look nobody is I'm not I, I'm never gonna sit here. You know we have people talking about y'all make a hundred fifty y'all make two hundred y'all can afford it y'all only saying that because y'all don't understand that those income brackets are the brackets that pay all of the taxes we don't get tax refunds we don't get tax write-offs, we don't get head of household, we don't get fucking uh, what's that shit, any uh, child uh, uh, uh whatever these tax credits, no, I and I don't even get, the, there's a student loan deduction you can get, but the cutoff is 80 grand if you make 80 grand more than, you can't even get that, so we don't qualify for any deductions, if you don't have kids forget it, but if you make oh, you don't qualify for anything, you're just paying to every, every year you have a tax bill every year, okay or if you're lucky you break even, and you don't owe anything, but you don't get anything back we pay all the taxes, so when you say shit like, oh well y'all should have enough money, no, because we have enough to live, yeah, we have enough to pay our shit, and not have to scramble, so yes, I mean, thank God I'm thankful, I can pay my rent, I can pay all my bills, I'm not worried about that but, 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 but again after, t- after taxes and all of that it's, it doesn't, we're not living lavish in other words, we live in the way regular middle class People who you know, let's say you in Atlanta. I don't know what's a lot of money in Atlanta is, but let's say you make over, you know, th- the random person that got a decent apartment, you know, in a decent neighborhood, and you know, not a, and and what most people in that area will call upscale. That's how we live in. We're not extravagant like these motherfuckers think. So we got doormen and we make it. It's not like that. We are we are almost check to check, like check to check plus ten cent maybe. You know, um and so and, and we and we just don't get so yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna complain because the, the, the capping of the interest is great the non-accrual of the interest is great they're gonna take down the um, income base percentage to some lower amount which is why, look, I told y'all from the beginning I'm not gonna stress none of it, cause like I said Jesus paid it all, and you just never gonna get it and I'm never gonna stress it, and I'm, I came to this conclusion years ago, even before COVID and all this so I was like, you know what they're never gonna get this shit, I'm just gonna keep paying the minimum, and keep paying the minimum, and, and whatever, it's gonna be what it's gonna be, you're never gonna get this back, unless I hit like the lottery or something, I get you, you know, but this is all it's gonna be for the rest of my life, I just, whatever, um, and so, you know, I this is not, I'm not, I doubt, I have to check though, because um, it depends on when that income cut off, that 125, when that goes by, cause if it goes by, it, it probably would have to go by since it's for this year. I still ain't going. I, I, I probably still won't qualify. But I just gotta see when it goes by. If it starts from the the forbearance when it, when when COVID started, I I I probably could hit it if I you know just my straight income, not like other oh, shit I get. Just my flat from my job income. I think I, I I can't. I believe before I not. I got some. I got I got three raises, but. I don't remember the last raise cause by the time I got that last raise I was out of there and I don't even remember what the fuck it was but it couldn't have been that much I would remember anyway um the point is like the people who have the most debt and need the most relief are not getting any and so I'm glad that everybody, you know, people got, oh, I owe 6000 got that clear. Look, I'm not naive. I understand that makes a difference, but what I'm saying is people who have been out of school for 10, 15, I graduated law school in 2010. It's 2022, so that's 12 years that I have been paying, well, let's say 10, because let's say we all stopped in 2020. That's 10 straight years. Let's say 8, because of the forbearance. That's 8 straight years that I have been paying month after month, month after month on my on my law school loans and the and the, and the principal has not moved at all okay, so these people that are making 40, 50 grand and they have the 10 grand and they graduated school in 1998, 2000 look, I don't mean no harm, but like y'all ain't got no money, or y'all are way over, over overstretched because that 20 years, you still trying to pay off 10k that's, to me that's crazy because to me, if you in ten years, if you can't say that you know what, if you could take you know what, I'ma just fucking a thousand dollars a month. I'ma just put I'ma figure it out, I'ma just forego whatever, maybe I'll take the trip to Cancun, whatever case, I'm gonna put away a thousand dollars a month and I'ma just fucking send them a thousand dollars or even five hundred and then it you know, that'll take two years. But like to to be ten, fifteen, twenty years down the road and you still got ten K, that's that's to me. I get it, it's a probably a hardship they pour, but what I'm saying is wiping that off their books really not gonna make a difference they still gonna be broke, they still not gonna have no money, and it's not gonna go back to the economy, it's the people that are actually not getting any relief that are actually the ones buying the cars and maybe buying the houses and buying I mean, listen, I ain't gonna lie, I've been buying all kind of shit during this, during this uh, pause, cause I had the money and so I, like I said, you know, we'll see, and, and, you know, the way Joe Biden works, this might be the first step, and maybe they do something, else. but I just think that, um, once this shit kicks back in, I think the economy's gonna slow down, because I think people who were the ones that are buying are the ones that are gonna be the ones making the payments, and, um, you know, we're just not gonna be buying like we used to, um, but, you know, it's a good program overall, I'm glad people got really I'm glad they did something. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm glad they did something. I personally don't think it's enough. I personally don't think it's gonna get the, um, the, the relief that they think it is, and I just really resent this, no, it's, it's that, like, when Wall Street needs to be bailed out it's no, we don't hear anything about responsibility and they took, it's just oh we gonna bail them out cause the economy needs it when them fucking homeowners who made $0.32 cent an hour was, was buying $600,000 houses like they thought they was gonna be able to afford that we didn't hear about all these fucking dumb ad broke bitch that bought this, you know you couldn't afford this shit, you know you was filling out wrong you know you was telling them you earned two hundred grand when you only made 32000 like you know you was frauding, we didn't hear none of that, it was just we need to bail them out because it's county, but when it comes to student loans, people who wasn't trying to scam anybody, who wasn't trying to get over anybody, who was just trying to get a fucking education, who needed these loans because y'all let these fucking schools raise their tuition so much that has no connection to the educations being provided, they simply were like, oh well, um, if the government the the max the government will allow for a grad plus loan is 15k, so we're just gonna set, basically the student loan companies and the schools were in cahoots, and the schools are just charging tuition to match the max, because they knew it was gonna be approved y'all just let these fucking costs get astronomical, and people couldn't you know, they had to take loans so, and now, because it's us it's like we getting some big handout and we doing something undeserving that we knew what we was getting into, bitch, we knew we was getting into school, all this costs and price and tuition and shit that's not our fault, and you know what y'all are the ones that made the system to where if you want to be a doctor, you have to go to med school, if you want to be a lawyer, you have to go to law school, if you want to be an engineer, you have to go, there's other schools, not everybody can you know, a four year degree is not can't get you everything and some people want to be things other than what a four year degree can get you, a four year degree is basically a a high school diploma now, and even that's ridiculous, but that's just what it is, okay it's a high school diploma, it's they requiring that shit for, for receptionists now So, you know, if you want to be something as a graduate student, they charge you even more, and why, because oh, well, these people are gonna make all this money back it's like, that's not supposed to be the measure of school, the measure of school is not supposed to be, well, when they get out they're gonna make salaries, of and such and such, such and such so we can charge this, because they'll be able to pay it, that's not supposed to be how you set your tuition, you're supposed to set your tuition by shit like, okay, well we're in Michigan, an average, you know, job in Michigan is, is this and, and so we'll try, I mean, and we get state funding, and we get grants, like, you're not supposed to just charge, because you know the the people getting out are going to be high earners, so you just charge uh, you know, 8% interest and, and and make your tuition for one year of law school, 50 grand just because you can, so if law school is three years, 50 grand that's 150 grand, and if somebody has undergrad debt, that's on top of whatever they got, so you can graduate law school with like 170, 180 grand, and yeah ideally, you get out and go to the big firm, which not everybody does, about 5-10% of law school graduates actually make it a big firm so yeah, maybe some of those people they get out and they might have a starting salary of 180 grand, but 180 grand got to pay back 180 grand, like it's, it's, it's a lot of bullshit and it's a lot of um it's a lot of, it's a lot of Take It's a predatory loan, and it's a predatory system, and that's why it should be forgiven, and I'm tired of this whole notion of like, we're getting over, or students, we're getting something we don't deserve, we pay all the fucking taxes, we pay taxes, period, so we bailed out the banks, and the housing, and all this child tax credit, and PP loan that y'all got, I didn't, I don't have none of that, my tax dollars went to that, and that was all fraud. Y'all was supposed to pay y'all, y'all people at y'all business, y'all out buying Lamborghinis and shit. My tax dollars went to that, but where's the where's the moral, you know, crusade on that? so that's what I'm just really irritated, the shit should be forgiven, the shit should be forgiven people should get a fresh start, if the colleges complain, you tell them, well you know what y'all need to fucking figure it out and get y'all tuition under control, cause we not approving no tuition for that amount no more, so y'all get that shit under control, student loan people, we not letting y'all charge kids, 18 year old kids 7 to 8% interest on no loan no more so y'all get that under control, I don't know what to tell you, but all I know is they done without this money for 3 years so they don't need it and y'all sending all this money over Ukraine, take some of that shit off the Ukraine money and and, and put that on there, like y'all can come up with money for everything else, but with, with student loans, it's just like, oh well, you know, we can't just let people that made choices get all, everybody make a fucking choice, y'all made choices to buy them scam-ass uh, crypto, and that shit went tank, y'all, y'all made choices to buy the houses you knew you couldn't afford, and that shit went tank, y'all made choices to write these tax write-offs to, to Wall Street, and that shit went tank, those are choices too, we've made it, we've trying to do, the people that went to school trying to do the right thing, because let me tell you something else, y'all can laugh and scoff, and that's what you get all you want to, so America is currently we're not even talking about in the future, we're talking about right here, right now, we are so far behind the rest of the world, and I'm talking about Africa, Asia, Europe, we are behind, we are fucking retarded, we are the low readers, our education system is shit, our fucking graduates we are producing is cr- are crap, and it's getting worse and worse, these motherfuckers can't read, they don't know how to assess any information, they trying to, they down to the school, talk about, well, we, why we gotta learn addition and count, we need to learn how to balance a checkbook, bitch, if you know mathematics and arithmetic, you already know how to balance a checkbook, but you don't pay, you wasn't paying attention in school, and so you don't understand how to do it, it's not that they don't teach you, you just didn't learn it balance the checkbook is you start out this month with this amount, and you subtract every fucking thing that you took out, and you add whatever money came in, and at the end of the month you circle the number, and that's what's in your checking account, that's arithmetic bitch, that's not algebra, that's not calculus, that's not nothing that's addition and subtraction that's all you need to balance the checkbook interest rate is a percentage, it's 3%, so I borrowed 3,000 I got times point oh what is that, $900, I don't know I might have did that real quick, it's something with a 9 okay, that's the interest that I'm gonna have to pay, that's simple, that's fucking multiplication, none of that shit is difficult, y'all just didn't pay attention and you didn't learn it, and so you don't, and so you're big grown now and don't know it, and saying stupid shit like, oh well why do they teach it, why do we need algebra, you need algebra to figure out how to bake, you need algebra to figure out how to fucking how the fucking, if somebody gives you $300 and tells you they're gonna take 20%, you need the algebra to figure out how much that is, but no, y'all dumbasses just sign, oh, okay, they said that's $2, and sign the paper, and then when they taking fucking, um, um, fucking, uh, what is it, $3,000, I don't know the number I said, whatever 20% of what I just said was, when they taking that shit out, now you wanna cry down talking about somebody took advantage of you, ain't nobody taking advantage of you, you ain't know how to figure out what the fuck it was, Period so, um, we gonna need education in this country cause I'm telling y'all, the Chinese are over there doing sophisticated, they putting fucking holograms in the sky, the Chinese is having whole Michael Jackson concerts in the fucking sky, bitch, that's the kind of technology they have over there okay, they got fucking Zoom speed rails, and, and you can go in the store, and they got a fucking hologram person that'll go walk all around the store and bring your shit back to you in the hologram, and drop it in this machine, and then all this real shit that you order to come out, like, the shit is, we are fucking behind, we don't even have fucking bidets on our toilets and shit, okay, we are fucking behind, we are gonna need education, bitch, and I tell you what, We all gonna be hooked up to plows, but I know one thing, if you got it, we gonna be on lettuce, we not gonna be on fries, you know, listen, so, y'all can say what y'all want to, I don't know what to tell you, but it's not 1955, it's not 65, it's not 75, these, these, these manual labor don't need education jobs that y'all think are coming back, they are not, the post-war boom is over, bitch, it is not 19, we don't, we, we don't make, Uh, cars like that anymore, these are all electric cars, they're all made in Japan they all run on computers, you need to have certifications and engineering certs and degrees and all kind of shit to work this shit now okay, it's, I don't know what to tell you that the, it's, it's raised, the, the, the jobs that you can do with no education that's what Hillary Clinton tried to tell y'all, y'all wanted to call her a witch cause she told you look this shit, your uncle, I want to dig coal like my granddaddy did, bitch your granddaddy, when he was di- in 1898, that was a shitty job, but it was a job, nobody's digging coal no more the world's off of fossil fuels, the only one still is, United States is cause the uh, prisoner to the oil lobby, so you know, look that's 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 what I'm gonna say. I'm I'm not gonna scoff at it because, you know, I listen, I told y'all when Joe Biden got elected, that I thought Joe Biden's gonna be one of the most um progressive and productive presidents I think we've ever had, and I think he's showing that. Um, but I do I, I am I do think that this is not look, it's a start, it's gonna help a lot of people, I understand it, but um I don't think it's really solving the issue because I don't think the people not that I'm saying that. I'm I, listen. I understand if you're making sixty, seventy grand, and you and you just got a six thousand dollar or ten thousand dollar debt, wipe free. I understand that, that is that is a great burden off your shoulders. I get that. I understand that. But in the in the um in the grand scheme of student loans and where the money is and where the debt is, it's not there. It, it's not um the majority of it is held at the upper incomes, the professional level, I mean think about it bro, like I had a dentist um, and this was when I was a kid, I had a dentist back in the 80's, he had his own practice, he made really good money um, you know, back in, back in like 84, 85, this guy made like I want to say like 100, 120 grand That's a, that was a lot of money back then and he was still paying student loans and he was out of school like 20 years and that was even before all the fucking you know, interest rates and shit started running crazy like, if I'm out of school I, well, I mean again, there's been the recession, there's been some, but you know I've been out of law school since 2010 that's 12 years I mean, I think that most people would say it's ridiculous that if we're at these high incomes, and it's 12 years out, and we've been paying for 12 years, and we still have the same principle when we started, I feel like people should understand that that's probably an issue and that's not being solved by people that have, you know, under 25 grand getting a loan, not saying that that's not that's not admirable, but I just don't think it's gonna solve the issue, and I just don't think that's, that's, you know but hey, you know, everybody wanna, like we getting something we not that's fine, all I want to say is we pay all the fucking taxes all my life I have been paying taxes for shit I don't use, shit I don't need your fucking kids, your fucking birth control your fucking healthcare, your fucking sidewalks, your fucking schools your fucking uh, uh, uh whatever the fuck, kooka bitch, all this shit that I don't need, that I don't use, and some of which I don't even approve of, but it's coming out of my tax money because, hey, that's what we do, we live in a society, we pay for taxes, okay so you motherfuckers suck my fucking dick, talking about, oh, we supporting y'all, we bailing y'all out, you a bitch you just giving me my change back on what I've been giving, I sent your ass to the store for for, for a pack of gum with $20 bill, and you ain't never bought my change back near time, so right now this time, I'm asking for my change back, that's all, that's all alright, so that's all I got to say about that um so, do I want to talk about that at all let me think about it, um what's that say, oh, so I did want to touch on a little bit on the Meg situation with um, her 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 former label, or her manager I mean, is it her label? I think it's her label, yes this is all I want to say is I'm on Meg's side, let me start with that I'm on Meg's side, okay, but facts are facts, and reality is reality, and I work in the music business, right, deep in it right now, and I, and and what I said, I have said this before, and I will say it again, y'all got mad at Diddy because uh, started with the police thing, where you know these artists find themselves in situations they don't like and I said I said with the police situation, I said just because you sign an agreement that you don't understand what it says or you don't take the time to have somebody explain to you what it says, or somebody does explain to you what it says, but you don't care because you at that moment you want that money and you and so you sign it that does not mean that you are taken advantage of, okay taking advantage of somebody is you are lying to them, you're misrepresenting to them, you're telling them, hey, this agreement is is for five years but it's really somewhere in the fine print that it's for ten years, so I think I'm signing you for five, you that's taking advantage of, right or, I'm giving you this car loan at a three percent interest but, you know, when you go to sign the paperwork I got my finger over the zero and it's really thirty percent, that's taking advantage of, or I take, you know what I mean but just somebody just not understanding, and not having, key point, not having somebody explain to them, does not mean you're taking advantage of. Now, I saw Meg's tweets, and I don't know who's right or who's wrong, you know what I mean? I don't know who's right or who wrong, but I do know how things tend to work in these situations, and basically it, the contract says what it says. Now, they came back and said, we're tired of her saying that it's unconscionable, we gave her 40% on on all her income, which is unlike any other deal, and that's true if that's what they gave her, that is true that is way better than than they give you like 10, 15 maybe 30%, maybe and that's for like big you know, you, you making... I don't know. Actually, most big stars like that are not signing those kind of deals anymore. But I'm just saying, let's say they did because they just don't want to be bothered. Then you know, I'm t- when I say big, big, I'm talking about like a Rihanna level or or something like that. Like they would get thirty percent, right? Um, so if they gave her forty percent, that is that. If that's true, that is a lot. But here's the here's the thing, and I said this with Kalisa, y'all got. I saw Meg's tweets about you know these are some hood diggers and she built this label, this is what I will say first of all with that hood nigga comment, I thought that was very interesting because I'm not saying she can't feel the way she feels, and I'm not saying that that's not how she feels, but like when I read that, I was like that sound, that, there there are a lot of music attorneys and music executives that that feel that way about hip hop and black music generally and we just seen this fucking AI rapper that they came up with and we saw with that we saw how racist that was right because that's the attitude that a lot of them have about rap music and hip hop to this day and you know a lot of people forget that we had to beg them back in the day to want to invest in hip hop Russell and them couldn't get a loan at the bank Diddy and them uh, couldn't, uh, had had to go through, um, you know, black execs to get shit, like, we had to back the early days of hip-hop, I feel like people forgot, Def Jam, and, and, um, and, and Master P, and all of them dudes, they, we've all watched their stories, about how they had to build their own labels, sometimes supported by drug money, or gangster money, or whatever it is, because those are the only people that would invest in them, okay, it wasn't until the shit started becoming mainstream, and started making money, that these white boys, and these white labels, all of a sudden now they wanted to do business, but it wasn't like that for a very long time, Jay-Z had to support his shit with crap. like we know the story of hip-hop, so I just thought it was interesting for her to say y'all a bunch of hood dudes, because ma like almost every label that started for rap or hip-hop was a bunch of hood dudes, because those are the only ones that would that would put you on, and give you an opportunity, they the only ones, like, you couldn't, until you couldn't. so I'm not knocking you, I'm not saying you wasn't working, and you wasn't building your label, but you, if you would've went up to Warner, or Sony, or, or one of them labels, they wasn't gonna sign you, because they could, they they weren't, because they don't really give a fuck about him, they, you, they would've looked, and you weren't already making millions of dollars, you weren't already a name, so they wasn't gonna sign you, they don't, they don't, they don't have any interest in this shit, until it can make them money, so I just thought, I thought that was kind of ignorant to say because all of hip-hop is some hood dudes with a label and I know you feel like you came to them with something, and I'm not saying you didn't, but they put the money in you, they invested in you and they put you on the road to get you to where you're going, and nobody else would have did that, and I'm not saying that that allows them to claim everything you ever did from now on but I just thought that was an interesting statement and it sounded to me like something that maybe a lawyer or a manager said, because that is what they tend to do, and, and, and me in the work that I do, being on the other end of some of these phone calls, and, and don't get me wrong, like, where I'm not telling y'all where I work, but where I work at, we not know small potatoes, we not know, like, we, where I work at, sometimes, if you get on my nerves, I just pull the big card and be like, alright, well, now we not doing that because this, because we don't have to, but we still get people calling us, trying to big boy us, and trying to, you know, bully us, and so, when i read her tweets i was like look i don't know what went on with, with rock nation but a lot of those big you know celebrity backed or big artists backed or um labels or management companies they will tend to try to call up and just try to bully you know oh well we rock nation and you can't do and so you know, she said, Jay Prince, and I'm like, I I don't know a lot about Mr. Prince, but I do know he's associated with Drake and Young Money and all of them, and you're not the first act that he's built up, so for you to say that he don't really know what he's doing, or he's never really trying to make it like, you know, he's kind of a neophyte, also thought that was interesting, and I was like, that also sounds like something that might come from some white exec, because who don't know Jay Prince? you know what I'm saying, like, maybe the white exec don't know him, because they don't understand like, what his role is, but I just thought that, that statement to me, I'm not saying that's not her thoughts but it sounds to me like somebody in her ear had, has been saying that. And like I keep telling these people like these these white lawyers that y'all want to get on De- Diddy's back and Diddy said a lot while well, y'all mad at Diddy, a lot of times it beat them lawyers and the managers that really have these artists in bad situations cuz they don't give a fuck. Because they yeah, they the hot lawyer, they the big we tell people all the time, yeah, so and so is a big name, but he represent Prince. He represent Madonna. He represent these, he don't give a, like he doesn't care about you because he's already got money off of them, no matter what, you're just one piece on a board, right, he doesn't, he'll sign you to what, yeah, 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 sign that, that's great, don't worry about it, we can go, we'll get them out of it, they're just a bunch of hood dudes, don't worry about it, they don't know what to do, them. we get them out of it later, and they get you to sign this shit, and you sign all your shit away, and then when you realize it, now you're blowing up, and you're stuck in this contract, and now they want to tell you all this, oh, well, you know, we're gonna sue, and it's unconscionable, and that shit don't work all the time, baby, you know, because, Jay Prince, or, or whoever it is, they may be like, look, I don't give a fuck about all that, we signed this, we put this money in, um, now they did take, I, I read their statement too, and when they was like, you are unknown, now, people saying that, I knew a Meg before, I'm not gonna say she was unknown, but I did see her a couple times, like, people were tweeting on the TL, at her at the radio station, but, um, I, I, I don't think that that's necessarily an inaccurate statement like she might have been known regionally but like I wasn't really checking for her. I wasn't really checking for her till um Tina Snow. Really, and the and the run up to that. I like I said I saw y'all tweeting her but I wasn't really and maybe you know regionally they were and that happens a lot, but um and I, you know, but that's how it works. Baby like like Rihanna perfect example, Rihanna's a billionaire now, one of, the, one of the biggest stars in the world, but the reason why she was putting those albums out like she was, was to get out of her her deal she had, a, I forgot what um, um, if you say 10 album deal the Navy, which I'm part of but like the, the militant part of Navy will like jump in your mentions, but it's not, a, she didn't have a 10 album deal but she had a deal, of, it might have been 7, I can't remember, but her deal was notorious, she had to drop those albums and so, that's why she did it and she's Rihanna so yeah, it might be fucked up, but like that's when you get started out, and you don't have a lot of leverage, yeah, you might about to be a big star, and and I mean Rihanna built her shit, we all saw her do it, but that doesn't change the fact that when she first started out, they thought Tierra Marie was gonna be a bigger artist than her, so they probably, you know what I mean, like, it's, 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 it is what it is, when you start out, you don't have all the leverage, and yeah, they put a lot of money into you, so yeah, you're stepping up your, your costumes, they're stepping up your hair, they're they paying for payola if that's the case I'm not saying they did what I'm saying or they, they paying to get you on shows like it's a lot of money that goes into building an artist that we don't necessarily see and so then they, they looking at it like alright I put all this money into you no I didn't make you but I did get you to the point where you doing all this now and now you you got pulled by Rock Nation and now they calling me up talking to me crazy talking about it's unconscionable and you guys are just some hood dude it's like yeah but they wasn't fucked you couldn't have got Rock Nation to talk to you when you when you came to us and when we gave you up, we ain't, ain't nobody know you but we believed in you, we saw this for you so yeah, we put all this money in and now, you know, that's all it's like, it's two sides, y'all always want to jump with the, and I'm not saying she's wrong again, if the contract says what it says she said they lying, and she done paid off and and if that's the case, that's the case only reason I, I think it's more to the story is because I was reading like, one of the artists that came out and, and, and she was saying that her um, some Something she dropped that was like a mixtape goes towards her, her recording um delivery requirement, and they were saying that it doesn't, and so I read into it, and I was like, well Meg, generally, generally, in a recording contract, the reason that they call things mixtapes or EPs is because it doesn't count towards your, your delivery, so if you're supposed to deliver them five albums, and they don't, and, and you say, okay, well this is a mixtape, because it, it goes, sometimes the label will do it, because the label doesn't want it to count it, because they like, alright, just put this out to get some buzz, but we're not gonna count this to get the album, because, you know, you'll get some buzz and then the next album, will count that or sometimes the artist wants to do it, because the artist is like, um you know, I got another album that I that I really want to put out, but I just want to put this out real quick. But I don't want to count. I don't want this to count. It's different reasons. So, and but generally, a mixtape does not count as an album. So when I read that, I was like, that's another thing that sounds like maybe somebody told her, maybe they, oh, don't worry, we're gonna do that counts as an album. That my point here is a lot of times these white attorneys and these Jewish lawyers that these niggas are always rapping about, they don't give a fuck about you, you're just a piece on the board, they just in the money, so they'll tell you shit like, oh don't worry about that. that's gonna be that's gonna count, we're gonna go to court, and we're gonna win on that, but they don't go to court and they don't win, and you get stuck, Mariah Carey, perfect example, if you listen to her book, or read her book, she talks about how when she was recording her demos, that she wrote, and she produced, but the contract that she signed with the dude that actually recorded them in the studio, she agreed, because she didn't have the money or all of the money or something like that. I can't remember the exact story. She agreed to give him like some percentage as a as a writer or something like that. But he didn't write the shit. And it was like for some long amount of time, like seven, ten years, and she said, you know, she got on with Sony and, and they went <coughs> excuse me. And because she was, I mean, imagine you know, imagine getting five percent of Mariah's publishing from '93 through 2000. How many hits that is? How much money that is? She was paying him. So again, she said she went to court, and they and then she lost because they were like, "Look, we understand what you're saying, but like, you did sign it. You were 17. He told you what you were doing. You signed it over to him. He didn't. He didn't. He, it's not like he lied to you. You got to pay him." and she was like, I pay, and I had to pay him she was like, I paid that motherfucker a whole lot of money for that whole time of that contract she was like, so, you. and she said herself she was like, so when you're young and you're starting out be very careful of what you're signing and make sure that you understand what you're signing that's Mariah Carey, so you know, look, you know sometimes you can negotiate deals but sometimes people, will, and that's what people will tell you oh, don't worry about the first deal because once you get successful, they'll tear it up and they'll re- renegotiate it sometimes they will, sometimes they won't because now that you're blowing up, and they look at it like, oh, now that you're making all the money, and we're actually starting to get some money, and we building, now you want to renegotiate, now you want to go over here, now you want to threaten to go over there like, nah, it's like we, you know so, my point with all that is, um my point with all that is that, it don't always be you know, the, the, the the worst, it don't always be the, the um, the artist, it don't always be the, the label or Diddy or, or Carl or whoever it is, is fault, I'm just saying it'd be two sides of shit, I'm on Meg's side, and, but you know, those tweets that she did, I just was like, uh, I don't know about that, Meg, I don't, I don't know if that's, you, I, I just didn't like that hood nigga thing because to me, I'm like, yeah that's how these white execs talk about hip hop all the time, and that's how they talked about it forever and ever, and it's not music, and it's not this, and it's not that, and now that it's the fucking number one um, genre around the globe, and it's making all this money and you know, now they, they feeling themselves and they making fucking AI rappers cause that's how much they, you know, and now all of a sudden, oh they just some hood dudes, like I didn't, I didn't really like that um, but you know listen, I keep saying that, man, there's a lot of these artists, y'all got all white teams, y'all got these white people in y'all ears, and, you know, that's what be having y'all, it don't always be like, you know, people like, did oh, Diddy stole my publishing, Diddy gave you a contract, that had in that contract, how, who was gonna own his publishing, who was, the publishing was gonna belong to him, and you just signed it. You, or you took it to an attorney, and the attorney might have said to you, as I know how this happens the attorney might have said to you, hey bro, like he got your publishing, so you know, he gonna own you only gonna get paid for performances and you only gonna be get paid for the master recordings, but like if this is using a sync, if this is using, you know, the movie or, you know, if this is if, whenever this is played, as far as you know, compositions and, and lyrics are gonna go, he's gonna get paid not you, you're not getting any of that money and they might have been like, oh that's alright, you know it's a hundred, it's a million dollar event, it's a million dollar event, like that's how it goes, so like y'all, it don't always be how y'all think it is, and so I'm on Meg's side, I hope Meg you know, I hope her version of events is accurate, but I don't know, I I, I don't know we gonna see, but my instinct is that Rock Nation is kind of trying to bully, and kind of trying to probably tell her things in one way when they might not necessarily be that way you know, just cause y'all Rock Nation and y'all big boys it don't mean that they got that them people down in Houston, wherever the hell they at it don't mean they gotta just let their shit go, cause I'm telling you them motherfuckers call me up all the time and this is so and so, I'm doing one right now I'm not gonna say who, and they putting all kind of fucking whack ass terms in the shit and I'm just taking them all out, like we're not doing that well I think blah blah blah, I'm like that's that's great, I'm glad you think that, however this, this and this, so this is how we do it, and it's we're, we're not doing it any other way, um, because it doesn't make any sense for us, and if you don't want to side with us that's cool but, you know, we offer the high. you go somewhere else, not only are they going to insist on this, they're going to insist on this, this and that, and it, and the deal is, is, are not, as, is, is not, it's not as good as ours, like, I'm dealing with somebody right now, they're very, very, very prominent, and they're trying to put all this shit, and it's just certain shit, we're just like, we don't negotiate this, we don't negotiate this because we're giving you this amount, and this, and this, and this, and this, and we're just not, it doesn't make sense for it, this is, this is, these are the numbers that we came up with for how this makes sense, and this doesn't make sense for us, and number one, and number two, this is what we already agreed to, so, you know, you need to tell your lawyer that this is what we already agreed to, because he's trying to renegotiate the whole deal that we just made, that we're just trying to paper right now, and we're not doing that, I'm telling you, it happens all the time, um, and you know, they wanna jump on a million calls, and it's like, look, we can jump on the call, but I'm just telling you know, that it's not gonna change anything, and that's what I was telling y'all the other week, when I was like, I get burnt out, because motherfuckers wanna be on the phone all day, and it's nothing gonna change, the answer you got at 7am is the same answer you are gonna get at 7pm, and I don't give a fuck what you're saying in between, so, I'm just saying, um, okay, so I wanna move on, yeah, I wanna save that for last, so House of Dragons, House of Dragons on HBO premiered, and it was amazing, and I heard all these people, ah, I'm not watching it, because the end of the game of throwing, even though it's not the same writers, and it's not even associated, not, not, and only, the only connection between that series and this one is George R.R. Morrow, and I thought it was funny that at the beginning of House of Dragons, they had him and the two writers on this series, come on and basically drag them boys for the end in the Game of Thrones, and basically I mean, he they basically was like yeah, George was like, I wrote a story and yes, I told him how the story was gonna go, but I wrote it a certain way I had certain, and, and like, you don't change things, just to change things you know, and and basically he was like, look, I wrote a masterpiece this is my baby, this is my shit this is my shit that made all the money this is my story, and y'all motherfuckers came in and tried to improve on my shit, that's not what I told you that's not what I told you to do so, and and then they had the writers like, like, I thought, I just thought it was funny they came on the front, like, before y'all say anything, we just wanna let y'all know what this about to be, right so, it started it's great, it takes place 175 years before Daenerys Targaryen, I just wanna say, and somebody said this on Twitter, and it's like, all y'all bitches that had all the shit to say about Daenerys, and mad, and she the mad queen, and she burnt, don't come back now trying to be gang gang, no, 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 house Targaryen loyalists, this is for us, this is our shit, okay, is supposed to burn that raggedy ass fucking town down, she did not go mad, she took her fucking revenge, cause y'all bitches was playing in her face for eight fucking seasons, calling her goddamn entitled, how many asses do I gotta fucking whip, how many of y'all gotta put up on these motherfucking crosses, how many of y'all gotta burn the fuck up, before y'all understand that I said, my name is Daenerys Targaryen, first of her name, Queen of the Andals, the Royal, or whatever, all the fuck that shit she's saying, bend the motherfucking knee, bitch, how many times I gotta fucking say that shit, that's a, that's all, she ain't go mad, she ain't go crazy, bitch was like, you know what, fuck that shit, Terry. I've been listening to you all this time, but you know what, fuck that bitch over there, sitting on my motherfucking throne, and my motherfucking family's ancestral red keep, nah, but you know, you done, you done fuck, cut my goddamn girl head off, D- bitch, fuck all y'all dirty motherfucker. I, I, all y'all had to do, was that what everybody else fucking did when I came to the gates, and I said, hey, y'all slay y'all masters and turn the city over to me, and y'all go ahead on and live y'all lives, I ain't gonna fuck with y'all, and everybody did it but y'all, so, fuck y'all, that's what happened, she ain't go to fuck mad, she took her revenge, and that, and I know, got and I, that's why I thought it was funny, when George came on, because I know, that's not the fucking ending, I'm, sh- he, I'm sure he wrote, we know that he wrote that Daenerys was gonna was gonna die, because she saw the, the vision that she saw, that's what that was but I got, that's not what the fuck I wrote that's not what the fuck I told him was supposed to have how that shit was supposed to go, with this Jon Snow bullshit, that's what I got from what he was saying, because the Daenerys Targaryen the Targaryen, that we watched for seven seasons, that was the fucking moon, light of the moon, what was what was called Drogo calling her, light of my life moon of my life, what the fuck ever had that nigga on his fucking knees and like I said was the baddest that's free the slaves That saved his it was the baddest bitch anybody ever seen gonna turn into a sack over John fucking Snow whose ass she had to pull out from fucking grips of death five fucking times her damn self this bitch had to land on the dragon to pull his ass up this bitch had to come uh fly over and burn all the motherfuckers up to pull his ass out like come on man and she gonna go goofy over this nigga get the fuck out of here um, anyway, it's bad it was dope um, oh my god, they said they spent way more money on this than, than the original Game of Thrones and you could tell because the, oh, is so lush, and, and, you know apparently, people like, oh, well they must have listened cause they had black people no, no there were always black people in the world of Game of Thrones, The Song of Ice and Fire, they just were not in Westeros, the, the main part of the story was set in Westeros, the black the, the, the black people were in Dorne, and they were in Karth, um, um, uh, uh, and they were in the Summer Isles, and they were over where, um, where Miss Sandy was from, and they was over where, where, um, where Grey Wolf was from, and they were in Old Valeria, that's um, you know, even in this uh, version is, is, is not, is no more, there were always black people in the story, they just were not in what the main story was set in Westeros, so it's irritate me, oh it's a show with drags and no black well, how you gotta you no black, because they're in medieval Europe, Westeros was supposed to be Europe, okay, and other places was Egypt, and well all these other places where black people be yeah, at, Africa, whatever but the main story was set in Europe, so in this season, because we're 175 years in the past and the whole story doesn't, no longer takes place in Westeros, just Westeros, because you still, this is when the Targaryens were reigning and you have a lot of Valerians and and different people, and there's a line of Targaryens that run through Valeria that were black, so we see them but they're still Targaryens, so they have the, the blonde hair like all the Targaryens do and as we go, I'm sure we'll see all the other black people because they're gonna. This this war, the the um dance of the dragons takes place in other places besides Westeros. So, um, we've only had the first episode. It was amazing. They showed a C-section. I need to know the rules of jousting because that I was like, so you could just start fights in the middle. Like if you lose, you can just kill a nigga. Like I just, do you get? Ex- it seemed like you should get i don't know penalty or red flag or something for that. I was like, "What's is, this is not fair." But um we saw that then um <laughs> we saw like so we saw the split between um Damon and Aegon Targaryen because um <laughs> you know, so, I'm not giving nothing away, it's a book series, so Aegon Targaryen, his wife um, he, he didn't have a, he didn't have a male heir, and then his wife finally had one, but she died delivering, they, well they chose her, they chose the baby over her, so she had to have a C-section, and and she died, and then the baby only lived for a little bit, and so Damien was in a brothel and called the baby the heir for a day, which got back to, um, to the the king, and the king, and the king was like, oh bitch, you done fucked up now, now you, I done pulled you out a whole bunch of shit, and you my motherfucker, you gonna say that shit about my motherfucking kid, you my motherfucking brother, you know, so he's pissed off, so he decided to name his daughter the heir, now, my opinion, my opinion, I feel like the queen that never was, she, she was actually the proper heir, because the only, the way, so she, she was the eldest daughter of their, so she, the, the queen that never was is the king's sister, but she was the eldest, the only way you get queens is, usually it goes to the firstborn son, right? But, if you don't have, um, if the firstborn son doesn't have an heir, or, or, um, dies, or whatever the case, like, then the throne is not secure, then it goes to the woman, right? But, in this case, it didn't, but you, that's the way it would, so, if you're the eldest, whether you're a girl or boy, and this is how, this is how, this is how, um, Khaleesi would've, would've technically been the queen because she was the el- the closer you are to the king the stronger your heir so if you're if you are the the son or daughter of the king if you're if you're if you're a woman you'd usually make you a princess right cuz it'll be the the like we use the royal family um Charles and William are the heirs um all all of Elizabeth's um sorry all of Charles's uh siblings would be princesses um, Diana was the princess and then she would have became the queen, that's how it works but, Queen Elizabeth is the queen because her uncle abdicated her eldest, so her uncle was the eldest son, he abdicated so that meant that the the, the crown would go to the next in line, who was her father, but her father died and so she, and her father didn't have any sons, she was the eldest and so it goes to her that's how you get queens, that's really the only way you get queens, so technically, I think that the, the truest the truest claim to the throne, actually, is the king's sister, because she is the eldest of the prior king, and that would be in real life how it would work, but in Game of Thrones it doesn't work that way, and it didn't work that day, so that's why they were trying to skip over Khaleesi for Jon, but the Jon claim was even weaker, because the Jon was the son of um um the king's son so he's even for like D- Danny was the daughter of the king John was the son of the king's son so and he was mixed so that's his claim was even further out um so but that's but that's how they was trying to skip over over Danny and Danny was like hell no nah. I'm the rightful that's what it was actually that's what it was John was not even the eldest, remember? Danny's brother, who called Drogo killed, was actually the eldest. So he would have been the heir. He cuts out. It would go to Daenerys. It wouldn't skip all the way to John, but that's what they were trying to do. But anyway, whatever. Regardless, um, it's great. Um, we about to see the dance of the dragons. Um, it's gonna jump back and forth in time. Cause the first episode we see Renera when she gets crowned, and she's like she looks a little older on the screen, but in the books she's supposed to be like 7 or 8 on the TV, she looks like maybe 14, 15 maybe 13, very young, but like not 7 um, so we see that, but it's gonna skip back and forth when she's older, and when she's younger because what happens is her and Damon go to war over the throne, because Damon when the son dies, says he's the heir but um, the king names um, his daughter as the heir, and he doesn't back off the only question I have and I'm trying to, maybe they'll address it, but I had the question about, so when Daenerys came along, the reason that they knew that her son that her brother was not the dragon rider, was not blood of the dragon was because he got burned by fire, and she didn't so that's how she knew she was the right, the rightful queen, because she, she didn't get burned by fire and and he did, so when they were going with the, um I'm just wondering, is it too, when did that kick in? Because I'm like, well, if y'all don't know who the true heir is, why don't you just see who who doesn't get burnt up? But maybe back then, maybe that hadn't, maybe that wasn't a thing yet. Maybe none of them got burnt, because I know, I saw the king, I saw the king, the king was running his hand over fire, and he didn't, that's why I said maybe they foreshadowing it, because the king was running his hand over the fire. He wasn't burnt, he wasn't getting burnt by the fire. So I'm just, I'm like, all right, well, why don't you put Damon's hand and if Damon gets burnt, he's not the heir but, I I think they were foreshadowing with that, like, so maybe that's gonna come back around, I don't know cause they didn't put her hand over the fire, and Damon hasn't had his hand over the fire, but that's supposed to be like, you know, that's why Khaleesi was Khaleesi, cause fire didn't burn her but, um, yeah, and and it already got renewed off the first episode, because it had 20 million viewers, like, we're all back Saturday night, uh, Sunday night, watching that shit, all y'all complaining about spoilers, get off the goddamn TL, just know we are gonna be on there Sunday night watching that shit. Alright. Trump listen, if y'all been listening to this, y'all know I've been telling y'all, I've been, I've been telling y'all this shit has been an espionage operation since prior to 2016, I've seen this all the way, I've also been telling y'all that I do think there's gonna be accountability, it's just, I don't know when, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but it's going to come, because it has to, because this motherfucker's a, a Russian agent placed by Putin, and now they done caught him with, with, with fucking, Uh, classified documents in his home that I am positive, and I think I've told y'all on this here before, this here podcast, I'm positive that he's been selling and and probably been selling since they granted him access, which which, um, goes all the way back to 2016, I have been sure of that, I'm positive that, and maybe even before that, I think that that's probably how they hacked our machines, I'm positive they probably given them information before that, which allowed them to hack our machines, to fix that 2016 election, I'm, I'm sure of that, um but now, they found human in his house and I just think that's interesting, because I remember that article that came out last year, the CIA posted a memo saying that they've all of a sudden had a whole bunch of assets and, and sources be, uh you know, killed, or 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 um, deactivated, and I just think it's funny, now, and uh, listen he took those, he took those papers to his house because he was selling them that's why, because there's no other reason to take them, you've been selling them, now you under indictment you can't get nobody, uh, you ain't got no money, you can't get nobody to pay for you and that's that's what he, that's why he wants those papers back, because that's cash for him and they they have surveillance and Mar-a-Lago of him letting the Chinese and everybody and anybody wants to run in and out of there, he's been selling those documents that's, that's what's going on this is going to be the biggest espionage case in the history of America, we've had big ones before but never a president, only one that was like this close was Benedict Arnold because he was in government, well, whatever, I don't even know if, whatever, Continental Congress whatever it was called back then he, he was a part of that um okay, so last but not least and this is going to sound like out of the blue but I don't care because I want to discuss it because it is a topic that I've talked about on here before, so I'm love after lockup is back and if you're watching this season, you know that Marcelino and Brandy, and, and um, damn, why is Brandy? Marcelino and, what's her fucking name? Um, fuck, Marcelino and, is it Brandy? I just, her name just like, whisk out of my fucking brain. Marcelino and, damn, what is her name? Brittany, fuck. Marcelino and Brittany are, their marriage is, is on the way out, because Marcelino they had a th- so, Brittany got out of jail and she had this girlfriend in jail and since we, since we had following the show she was trying to get, um this girlfriend to have a threesome this girlfriend who, like she clearly likes to, to have, to have a threesome with Marcelino the girlfriend didn't want to do it um Marcelino was like, alright, so finally, she finally talked to the girlfriend, the the girlfriend really did not want to do it, and she finally the girlfriend was like trying to be with Brittany Brittany with this dude, so the girlfriend was like, alright fuck it, you know, like, alright, just go go be with your man, girl, like, you know like people do, but she finally convinced her to this threesome with Marcelino, so they had the threesome with Marcelino so, we don't really hear we know they did that, but we don't hear too much more about it, right? so they come back this season, and now they're having all these problems, and so we get to the second episode, and Marcelino says that they had the threesome, and he realized that Brittany was into the girlfriend more than she was into him, and so now he's acting like a little bitch, he's, he's talking to other girls online, he's, he's going to see other people, he's acting he acting like a real little bitch, and, I'm, and, and I've heard people saying, oh, well, you know, she took his pride and all that, and I'm like, listen, listen, I see this shit all the time, and this is what we talk about. And y'all say that we don't know what we're talking about, like these niggas out here. They're, they 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 dis- you be out with your girl, or wherever, y'all somewhere, and these are, this is, Marcelino is the type of dude, where they'll try to pull up on you, and they try to talk, to either they try to pull your girlfriend to act like you not there, or they all would trying to hook a threesome up, because in their, in their mind, they got the dick, they the big dick, and you know, what y'all, this ain't really real, y'all need a dick, y'all need somebody, and we'll be like, we're good, we actually don't, we're fine and what happened, and this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about, because what happens a lot, in those situations is, these dudes, they want these threesomes, cause they think, oh that's the fuck, freak nasty, that's the that's the epitome of being, you know and they think they gonna be the big, you know, like I said big dick, and they gonna be in between and I'm gonna be knocking them both down, and they get there, and it turns out that the girls actually fucking each other better, than you are and now you feeling away, and your fucking little feelings are hurt, and now you acting like a little bitch, and that's exactly what Marcelino was doing, cause he saw that girl fucked up his wife better than he did, and she enjoyed it, more than she enjoyed him, and now he's just acting like a little bitch, and and, and personally, I never understand that, cause I'm like, look, if it was me, I'd be like, alright, well shit, that girl fucking curled that girl, she fucked it better than me, hey, it is what it is, she like pussy, it is what it is, but you know what? she's still, I'm still hitting. She's still with me. She, you know, she don't. You know, clearly she like what I what I do too. Whenever, but it's just not like old oh girl. That would be my attitude. I, I, but you know, like again, cause these niggas they convince themselves that you know we not really gay or whatever. Can't nobody, can't no plastic dick or whatever. A lot, a lot of shit. A lot of y'all say, yeah, it ain't the real thing. It ain't the same thing. And I promise you that there's a girl out somewhere that is fuck your girl better than you can, I don't give a fuck what you think, I don't give a fuck how big your dick is, cause you can buy them in all kind of sizes, so if she like the big, you know monster dick, you can get that and they're, and they're very advanced now, okay, it's not just some little these little cheap, little $20 little harpies, very advanced now they got real skins, they got they got real, I mean one of them I, <laughs> a couple months ago, I forgot where I was, i they got this new one, and I felt that shit and I jerked my hand back, like, oh shit, cause I was like I mean, I'm in here feeling dicks like, i just like, yo, that this shit feel a little bit too real I felt like I was holding dick, I like, took my hand off like, oh no, I'm okay, thanks put that back, I don't want that, like, I'm standing here holding, like, the shit feels real okay it feels real, and so, if that's not your thing, I'm not trying to convince you, but I'm just saying, a lot of y'all walking around here, acting like, oh well, you know, can't no girl take? yeah, y'all just doing this, and y'all, listen I can fuck your girl better than you can, I've done it before, and, and when it happens this is just how niggas act some of them, some of them and, I just think it's real corny that he's acting like that, because it's like, nigga like, that's your wife y'all got married, you was all hate to do and the reason I say that, the reason I know that is because the reason that Britney found out that that's what it was, is because the girlfriend um, Marcelino sent her, like after they had this threesome Marcelino sent her a text or DM or something that was like um, basically trying to, trying to fuck her too, and I know what that is and she knew what that is, she ignored, cause what they'll do is, once you fuck once you fuck that girl better than them, now they still trying to, well I'm the big dick, well I can hit her too, and it's like, that's what they'll do cause nigga I know and the girl didn't say nothing cause she said she figured it was like right after the threesome so she just figured Brittany knew like oh okay well he must they must have sent that so she ignored it but then when she found out when you know she saw that Brittany thought he was cheating she was like oh well let me show you something and then that's when she showed Brittany the DM and she was like I thought that you y'all had sent this together, and she was like no, I didn't send that, so he was trying to go behind her back, and basically you know, oh well, let me hit this one, so she so so that he got, basically what he was doing was trying to get something back over her because she made that girl's, his wife's uh, eyes roll back in his head I know what that shit was, and I just think it's very corny, I think he's very very fucking childish, and very whack, but that's just how them dudes do, they walk around, they strut around, oh I'm the big dog, I got the, and, but I don't give a fuck about none of that dude I'll fuck your girl and she might like it better than she like you and now you gonna be looking dumb and you gonna be mad at me it's happened before, so that's all I'm saying a lot, like I said before, a lot of these dudes they want these threesomes and they think they gonna be in the middle, it's like, bruh you, you about to lose your girl about to lose your girl, cause I hate to break it to you, but them little three quick four pumps that y'all do, these girls be out there they be carrying on, we see the statistics they don't have orgasms, y'all not making them come, y'all got them in all these positions and they just, they not coming at all and, 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 you you know, it's it's little, I don't, two twelve quick pumps and y'all done, and, and and, that's not what we do over here that's not what we do over here that's all I'm saying, but I just thought it was funny because I'm like, wow, look at this right on the screen, what we always be talking about, because when we say that, they be like I'm like, nigga, do you know how many times I have had some random dude I'm, I'm thinking of somebody in particular but I'm not going to bring them up because they somewhere minding their business, but two exes ago two exes ago um, one, two, wait, that's right one, two, yeah, two exes, so three girlfriends ago, two exes ago, yeah i uh, very fly, very pretty girl um, and she had a, a dude before and this motherfucker just swore that, you know he was gonna get her back or, oh you know, we could just all be a threesome, and we both were like now nah, we're good, and no thank you and, you know he just was very upset and just couldn't understand, and I got a real dick and all this and all that, and I'm like okay nigga, but <laughs> I'm hitting the bottom of that shit, and she's not coming back, trust me, I'm not worried about you at all, because not only that, but like, you're fucking remedial, and I'm not (laughs) you know what I mean, so, so yeah, I just think it's funny because I'm like, this is exactly, and that shit happens a lot. This motherfucker is married, and he's like going out. He's he, he trying, all oh, oh, because y'all had a threesome, and she and she curled the toes like, like you that you that heard about this shit. The lady ain't said she don't love you. Ain't not, She's still trying to be your wife. She's still this. She's trying to sell real estate. This nigga is dropping kids off in the middle. Her, he's just being a very a big bitch, a whole bitch, because. This girl fucked your wife better than you. And I just think that's lame nigga shit. I think he is he is he is He just turned into a, a bitch nigga overnight and I just think it's funny because I see it all the time and when we tell y'all about it, y'all wanna act like we making that shit up and we don't know what we're talking about. Here go Marcelino, big tough marine dude, acting like a little bitch because, you know, he ain't had a super dick. He ain't had a super stroke. He thought he he thought he was fucking stroking her out and he said, you know, I could tell that they was more into each other than they was into me hey nigga it is what it is you know, anyway I just think it's funny um, you know but it happens a lot, but I just think he's acting like a bitch, I think he should get over it, I think he should just let it go, and alright, well, fuck it, that's the one girl, she just like her better than her, but, you know, it is what it is, I'm still gonna do what I do, and she ain't denying me, and shit, I'm still getting off, I mean, that would be my attitude, well, shit, I'm still, but she ain't denying me, I'm still busting out, I can't do what that girl do, but that's alright, you know, it's it's still working how it's supposed to, but nah, but, um, yeah, that's it, I talked along, I did not think I was going to do that, but you know, you're welcome, and um, yeah, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, like me, rate me, I don't think I told you what episode this is, now I think about episode 325, and um, yeah, that's it, God bless, good night, peace.